welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Did you guys enjoy the new intro song? That's called The Call of the Cobra. It's um, Hawk's theme in the uh, Cobra Kai Netflix series. Now, in case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a six-degree black belt in the universal martial art, a fifth-degree master in the Taekwondo martial art, and a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I currently train in Kabuto weapons. And then uh, we're here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including that Cobra Kai Netflix series. Now, today's example comes to us from the Cobra Kai Netflix series when they reopened the Miyagi-Do Karate after the first season. Now, it was a lot of work, uh, but it was well worth it for both training and the ability to take on new students. Um, now, um, also, too, one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, was the, the reason why I picked the new intro song. Uh, it is um, Hawk's uh, theme, which uh, if you watch the story arc of Hawk through season one, two, and three, um, Sometimes that has a little bit of a parallel uh, to my life right now. So I thought it would be a good thing for me to use. Uh, if you look at Hawk, um, Hawk's character is very similar to, my, to me. Um, when I was younger, uh, I was kind of a nerd. I was kind of quiet. I was the quiet, artistic guy. In fact, um, in speech class in high school, um, we did this... Um, we did this speech where the speech teacher would pull out a page of a magazine and then you had to write a speech about it. So she would just randomly pick a page out of a magazine, okay, and say you have to write a speech about it, something about that page, okay. When it came to my turn, um, the teacher ripped out a page and gave it to me and everybody immediately erupted in uh, uh, disapproval um, because it wasn't fair. Okay, and the reason why it wasn't fair is because I was widely known as the artistic cartoonist um, guy in school. I was the class cartoonist, and I would uh, draw cartoons all the time uh, for different things. I even um, um, designed the sweatshirt for one of our church retreats um, as well. So um, the ad was for it was that kind. It was that insurance company ad. Where um, you know uh, maybe it's MetLife, uh, where Snoopy and um, uh, Charlie Brown are in it, and so on and so forth. And uh, everybody said that wasn't fair because there's cartooning involved. And I typically do my speeches on some form of cartooning. So, anyways, uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, but anyways, um, then um, of course um, after I got over being shy and uh, introverted, I became more of an extrovert. Um, sometimes in my life, I've um, uh, been angry, so I've been angry like Hawk, and I, I fought back. And then um, now you see Hawk, and I can't wait to see Hawk's transformation in season four. But he's come around, and um, he realizes that he can find a balance between being shy, being extroverted, um, and having a lot of latent uh, anger left over from. The, his formative years and the bullying that was done to him. So, um, also too in my personal life, 
Um, uh, I forgot to tell you what the topic is today. So we skipped right over that, didn't we? The topic is new beginnings. New beginnings. And it's the perfect way to start season three of Karate Kid Master Dojo. Okay? Now, in my life, anytime that I've moved, it's been a new beginning. And I have done so many times. And I have lived in many states. Uh, I was born and raised in Michigan. And then I um, moved to um, Florida, actually, um, and spent the first, spent about four years here. And then I moved to Texas for a job for a couple years and then moved to Los Angeles to work on my dream of working in the movie industry. Okay. Um, then I started getting older. I was almost 30 when I was out there. And I'm like, the dream, some of the dreams that I had as a younger guy just didn't seem to hold true anymore. So um, after my father's death, I moved back to Michigan. Now, um, I had some uh, unsuccessful, um, uh, in, my, in, my, in my professional life, I had some unsuccessful um, ventures, and um, then I ended up uh, moving uh, again um, to Florida and then back to California and then, of course, back to Michigan where I came back to Florida again. <laughs> so this is actually the third time I've been to Florida, okay? But um, uh, each time that I've moved, I, I found the stores, I found the movie theaters, I found the parks, I found uh, the things to do, and they're all very similar to each other, okay? Um, it is really often opportunity and family that makes a place desirable to live, not the amenities. Okay, and that's what I've come to know now. Um, this is the first time, though, that I've moved a business across the country. Okay? Um, one of the things I wanted to relate to you is that um, I am actually um, still in the Florida studio uh, recording my podcast here. And uh, the place currently looks like Beirut, okay? Um, I see everything, all the things that I worked to build uh, being destroyed, um, taken down, and uh, trying to preserve to take with me. So it's not just the stuff, but also the memories that are involved with it. So I'm... Uh, fully in, uh, enveloped in the uh, change here, and I'm focused on the new beginnings, the positive new beginnings. Um, this is going to be a journey, okay? And then, uh, as I said in a couple podcasts ago, um, I'm uh, not looking forward to working 12 to 15 hours a day until I can get this uh, new beginning, this new dream back up and running. So the work task today we're going to be talking about is going to be uh, based on some of this Beirut that I see through my uh, studio here, um, a shell of what it used to be. Uh, people often have said, you have a nice facility. You have a really nice facility. Uh, people that have seen my older facility, people that have seen my newer facility, uh, even the landlord used to bring people by to look at my place, to sell his other places, to show what possibilities the play, his place could hold. So he would use my place as a place to show off. 
because he thought it looked so good. Um, so the work task today is the things that you need to do for construction to have a martial arts school or to have a business or to have a home. Okay, so I'm in the middle right now of construction. That's the mudding, sanding, painting that's done. Okay, right now I'm trying to restore this place back to its original form to hand back to the landlord. Um, also, too, in the new place in Michigan, I also will be doing the same thing. I'll be extensively cleaning top to bottom, uh, front to back. I will be uh, mudding, sanding, and painting. I also will be um, uh, changing the ceiling at the new place. I will be um, scraping, cleaning, and sealing, and painting the ceiling, and setting up the studio. Okay? Now, kids out there, uh, you can always help your, your parents. Um, my kids helped me take apart the Ninja Warrior training gym yesterday. Okay? And that's not an easy task to do. Uh, we got it all done before lunch, okay, in three to four hours. Um, but one, things that, one thing that you can do, kids out there, you may not be strong enough to do some of the heavy lifting that your parents do around the house, but you can be their gopher, okay? Never underestimate the power of being a gopher, okay? I did that when I was your age. I helped my father. We worked really hard at home. Okay, um, he would ask, ask us to go get stuff. Okay, now I want to be honest here. Sometimes I thought that my dad was being lazy and not going to get it himself. Okay, however, that's not the case, and also it's not the case with me either, and I'm sure it's not the case with your parents. Okay, being a gopher running to go get stuff makes things take shorter to do. It makes you know more. Uh, you increase your productivity, okay? Because I don't just give my kids things to do. I don't just sit there like the king of England. <laughs> um, I'm actually working on something else that they can't do, okay? Like lifting this, getting out a ladder to mud, okay? Um, I'm doing things they can't do, okay? Um, yesterday, for example, was kind of funny because. The Ninja Warrior training gym is, is uh, pretty strong. I can hold up a 300-pound man, no problem, uh, the way I designed it. So, um, it, of course, the, the apparatus on top is heavy. Um, so I had all the bolts out, and I told the kids, do not get underneath here, okay? Um, because if this falls, I'm letting it fall. I'm not, I don't want you to be underneath it. So I was warning them to stay away. And I go, um, it, it was all... It was all Bolts were all out of it. There was nothing holding it up. Um, so I, um, I told the kids, I said, there's two, things, two ways we can do this. One, I could shake it, let it fall to the ground, but it could bust. It could bust something, and then we'll, we'll be able to put it back up. I said, or I'm going to get on a stool, and I'm going to be like Hercules, and I'm going to pick this thing up and shake it, and then when it comes loose, I'm going to hold on to it. Okay? Um, so I did the second one. And I got up on a stool, and I, I shook it, and it came loose, and all the weight of all the bars came onto my arms and shoulders. And then um, I started trying to put it down, and it bent my wrist back. 
and I asked both kids to come onto one side of it. I go, hey, hey, both you guys come over here on the right side, right side, where this wrist is, this one right here. Okay, both you guys grab it. You got it? You got it? And then we slowly, as a, as a family unit, we, um, we brought it down to the floor, you know, and uh, he, they saved my wrist, they saved me, and uh, we got it down. We were so excited. <laughs> Xander was like, my son Xander was like, uh, my heart rate's beating so fast. You know, because it was like an intense moment. So uh, it was kind of funny. But kids out there, you can help your parents. Okay, you can help your parents do stuff. Okay. Um, what I do is I have, like for, heavy, for heavier lifting, I have both of my kids on one side uh, to help each other so they can lift the same amount that I do on the other side. Okay. Um, getting stuff for them is very important. Okay. If you hand them a hammer, they hand it back to you so it doesn't hit the floor, that's, that's good. If you need the drill motor and you're already on the ladder and they hand it to you, then you don't have to keep on climbing down the ladder. That saves your parents' legs. It saves everybody from, uh, from being really sore the next day, okay? So make sure that you help your parents now um, with all the stuff around the house. Now, the martial art practice today, okay? You see, a lot of times I create my podcast here and then I... Um, uh, because of the nature of my move here, I'm uh, doing these fast. So I don't even know what I wrote down here. So let's take a look, okay? Um, the martial art practice, okay? New beginnings. I have new programs that I'm working on, okay? Remember, everybody in Florida helped me develop these. You guys should, you guys should feel proud of the things that you guys accomplished, okay? Uh, I'm not going to let what you did, I'm not going to let anybody else cheapen it, you know? Uh, you guys worked hard. And you guys uh, helped me out tremendously, okay? We are doing the new studio, okay? Now, remember, anybody can pick up the football where I left off, okay? And they can go forward. So it's, it's really up to you now, up to you, okay? Up in Michigan, I'll be starting the new studio. I want you guys to remember that we're continuing with virtual and some uh, special um, uh, practice and training, partner training in the park. Um, so I want you guys to continue doing the Eagle Fang um, type of uh, karate in the park, which would be a lot of fun. You guys remember the Eagle Fang class? That was a lot of fun. And uh, Johnny Lawrence uh, said that he was going to, uh, he didn't have any place to train, so he trained in the park. Okay. Uh, we will continue to train in the park with you as a parallel up in uh, Michigan. Uh, there's a park right next to my studio, and I plan on having trainings in the park to uh, get out into the community a little bit. So I want you guys to continue to practice at home. Continue to show me that you're working hard, okay? Um, one of the things that, um, that you guys can do um, as, a work as, as part of our work task today, all the, the mudding, sanding, painting, is um, you can keep your shoulders healthy, okay? So when I'm training you guys in the studio here, after doing all the painting and stuff like that all day, uh, we do shoulder blocking. Okay, so you can do blocking just with your shoulders. Okay, so you can do an outward block, rotate your shoulder backwards, rotate your shoulder backwards, rotate your shoulder backwards like that, or inward block. You can start with your shoulder stretched and then flip it forward, circle it, flip it forward, circle it, and then low block. You can do a, uh, a low block shoulder circle as well. Use just the shoulders. So I invite you to try it. Do an exercise. Instead of doing the arm motion, the full arm motion of a block. Use your shoulders, okay? Make sure that rotator cuff of that shoulder is healthy and that it has mobility and then it has the full range of motion, okay? 
Now, another thing you can do too is you can do circular deflecting. Okay, one of the things we talked about in our uh, new movie at the Greco Martial Art Academy YouTube, uh, we have a new movie called The Warrior's Kingdom. In that movie, I, I, um, I appear as the Monkey King and train the um, uh, Zen, who is the, uh, the hero um, that's been bullied. I teach him the, um, how to make a circle defense. Okay, so it, sh it shows you how to make a circular defense to make sure that if anything enters your personal space at all, that you intercept it, okay, and you block it to, to keep people from hitting you, okay? So um, I um, go ahead and work on that, okay? So think about all your blocks. Think about a circle in front of you, okay, and how you can do an outward block to keep people out of your circle, an inward block or low block. And, of course, all the black belt blocks that you learn from first-degree black belt all the way up to second-degree black belt, okay, and beyond. Okay, remember that all the material is expanded, okay? You go from first-degree black belt to second to go to exponentially to third, fourth, and master, okay? So there's things that you can take on, not just um, physical changes in your body because you have to be faster, stronger, use more of your body in the third degree and above, okay? So you really have to start kicking it harder, okay? A lot of people don't see it because they look at just the surface, but you don't want to look at just the surface. You want to look at um, all the things that you learn underneath the water, so to speak, metaphorically, okay? So um, keep on working on that martial art practice at home, okay? Now, um, one of the things that we talked about in... Um, last week's podcast was that we're going to be having a new martial art weekly technique in season uh, three here. And today's new martial art weekly technique is the, step, the, the stepping leg block. Okay. So um, the stepping leg block is different than the other leg block that you learn in our martial art at Yellow Senior. Now the stepping yellow block, the stepping yellow block, the stepping leg block um, is one that you do with either the front leg or the rear leg. Okay, and what you do is you um, you kind of do like a heel kick kind of motion. It's a mixture between like a heel kick and a um, um, it twists a little bit like a twisting kick. Okay, so it's like a mixture between the heel kick, twisting kick, and crescent kick. And what you do is you bring it down low and you step, okay? And when you step, you block your opponent's leg from starting their kick, okay? So you hit with the bottom of your foot and you stop them from kicking. Now you can do this with the front leg or with the rear leg, okay? Uh, we do this kick in our Kung Fu classes, okay? And um, I will start to integrate it into the universal martial art uh, curriculum at higher ranks so that you guys can see that, that block being done, okay? So the stepping leg block is what our new technique is today. Now, uh, just like every week, we have a secret word or phrase that we do, and one of the things about new beginnings that I thought would be fun is that one of our students always used to say this all the time, every time he got a new belt. Um, so I um, thought that I would honor him uh, by putting it in there today. And every time you get a new belt, every time you have a new beginning, you say, smells like a new car. So he used to always say it all the time, like, take his belt, smells like a new car. 
every time. So um, in honor of him, I thought I would uh, bring that up today. And, um, you know, I thought it would be funny as well. So make sure um, we're still going to be having, just so you know, even though we're moving, everything is still up and operational. So we're going to be um, still having uh, Karate Kid Martial Art merchandise, uh, stickers, uh, notebooks, and T-shirts still. Um, so if you guys would, uh, if you guys want to get discounts or um, uh, free stuff, make sure you mention that uh, in our new classes, either virtually or at the new studio in Michigan. So uh, remember that in order to fully learn any kind of martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. We um, still are devoted to our mission. Okay, we're still devoted to our mission. Um, Remember that we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. Also, we're gaining strength and focus while doing these chores and following up with martial art exercises to correlate what was learned during our work week. Okay, so I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. And here's to Season 3 of Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.